Hey, Seattle hockey fans, it is an exciting week for the Seattle Kraken, an exciting two weeks, an exciting handful of months. Who knows? Who's to say? We're here. We're excited. And that is because um, as I'm recording, we are in the wee hours of day two of free agency. But we're going to recap day one in case you missed the live stream or the midday recap yesterday on day one. I've got you covered right here on today's Thursday episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. It's another beautiful day in the Seattle Kraken neighborhood. That is because we were able to ink 14 different deals on day one. That includes, of course, acquiring, um, you know, we got Burakovsky, Andre Burakovsky. We got Schultz uh, and we signed Shane Wright. So let's go over all of those signings. Again, it was a lot. I couldn't even keep up with it. I was saying um, on the live stream yesterday, the the thread for the Seattle Kraken, I was going by their thread, and it was a broken thread because they had too many guys. They had absolutely too many guys. So there's the big signings, including signing Andre Burakovsky. Now, why is this a big deal? Uh, it's a five-year deal. It's um, for uh, 27 it's a five-year deal for uh, $27 million, roughly. Now, this is a player, a left winger, that has two Stanley Cups. He won with the Washington Capitals and just recently with the Colorado Avalanche. And in a minute, I'm going to take you over to Ron Francis at the end of this um at the end of this first part of our podcast, I'm going to take you to Ron Francis so he can talk about this. But essentially what Ronnie was saying is um, this is a guy, and there's a few other guys that we'll talk about, that maybe didn't get the opportunities uh, because of some of the elite athletes that they were playing with. But that's not to say that they're not solid players. So you, when you come from a pedigree two times over where you've been able to see a team win and hoist a Stanley Cup and be a part of that and be a playmaker, now can you step up into that uh, role that was occupied by like a Landeskog or, or et cetera? And or can you uh, help a young guy up to get to that level. I think it's exciting. I like this move, Andre Burakovsky. So the other pretty big signing that day was, um, you know, and, and this is arguable, but I would say a lot of people are focused on Shane Wright, but I want to focus on Justin Schultz. And the reason is, again, Justin Schultz has a pedigree of Stanley Cup championship he's a defenseman that I like I've talked about it in the last handful of days I think the Seattle Kraken need to bolster their defense and Schultz also again is someone with um 
with experience in the Stanley Cup final, winning a Stanley Cup championship, and more important, you're going to hear Ron Francis talk about the power play. So Justin Schultz, good signing there. That's a two-year deal. Um, and then we have some goalie signings, including Martin Jones, and that is 32-year-old goalie. He's on a one-year contract. And this tells me that the Seattle Kraken potentially are, are still, I mean, in play with Drieger. I mean, we know that Chris Drieger, if we look at, I'm looking at cap friendly right now, Chris Drieger is not a, a, a unrestricted free agent until the 24, 25 season. So we've got Drieger under contract for a little bit here. I think to me, this speaks to the Seattle Kraken wanting to see if they can get Drieger back on the ice while also giving Philip Grubauer some help while Drieger is, you know, recovering from that ACL. But again, you're going to hear from Ron Francis talk about making sure that they have enough uh, goaltenders in their system and how that also comes into play with the long-term planning of players like Maddie Beneers and one of the 14 signings from yesterday, Shane Wright. I should say yesterday and the day before because Alexander Trude and Coleman technically signed uh, the days before, but we're going to loop them in. So Shane Wright signs an entry-level contract. That is going to give the Seattle Kraken some longevity that keeps him on our roster until the 25, 26 season, which would be a restricted free agents season for him um, alongside Maddie Beneers, who's not an RFA till 24, 25. And again, you're going to hear Ronnie Francis talk a little bit about even that future planning and how that impacted free agency. So other players that we got i'm going to run through these pretty quickly here because i do want to spend some time uh letting you hear from ron francis so you've got andrew potrulowski excuse me two-year deal he's a forward um and we have him at uh six seven six two point five aav that's going to be just again some experience that we have on that side of things, on the forward side of things. A one-year two-way contract to Austin Pogansky. That's coming in at 750K. Cameron Hughes, two-year two-way contract for the forward at 762.5. Um, Ryan Winterton. So this is one of our draftees. He's going to get an entry-level contract. So... Congrats to Ryan Winterton. We're keeping it all in the family there. Then you have Jacob Melanson. He's got an entry-level contract as well. He was also one of our 2021 picks. He was picked in the fifth round. So we're picking up Melanson. And um, I, I like the, the fact that we're keeping some of our guys. Again, this makes a lot of sense because we have the Firebirds and tomorrow's Firebird Friday. So you're not going to want to miss it. We are expecting to have a special guest join us. Um, I mentioned it yesterday, but forgive, uh, you know, the situation was a little choppy and I'll explain why it's a pretty cool story. Why? So you have to bear with us if we're kind of uh, bootstrapping that one together, but I think it's going to be a good one. So um, 
Cameron Hughes was another signing. I mentioned Winterton. Uh, we had Carson Coleman earlier in the week and also Alexander True earlier in the week. So um, uh, Brogan Rafferty, Magnus Helberg, another goaltender, mind you, and Jesper Froden are among the 14 players the Seattle Kraken picked up. But um, before we close out this segment, let's give you a taste of what Ron Francis was thinking about. And then we'll come back in the next segment to also talk about my guy, Ryan Donato. Currently not on the roster, but uh, did Ron Francis say there's still a chance? I think he did. I think he did, and we're going to hear about that. So let's go to Ronnie Francis, and then we'll come back um, talking uh, again with Ron Francis after day one of free agency. Well, I think we filled some things, obviously, with Drieger's uh, injury last year in the World Championships that left us uh, in a little precarious system. We only two goalies in the system. So, um, you know, getting Jones, playing the Stanley Cup final, some experience there, some size. Steve Weir, uh, you know, watch film on him, thinks there's some, some good things there he can work with for sure. Um, you know, we got Joey DeCord, who had a real good season down below last year uh, in the mix. And then we signed Helberg, who's a uh, you know, big Swedish goaltender uh, in the Olympics, I believe won the gold medal there. So, um, you know, there's some guys that can fill in. So we think we've, you know, created some competition there, which is great. Um, we're looking at a back end, needed a right shot guy that can add to the power play. Certainly we think Schultz is a guy that can do that. Um, hasn't had much of an opportunity, you know, playing behind Carlson and probably in Pittsburgh behind Latang. So we think uh, that'll be a good opportunity for him. And then up front with uh, with Barakowski, um, you know, this is a guy that's, you know, he's in the right age group at 27. He's got good speed. He's got good uh, playmaking abilities. He's got a heck of a shot. So, you know, we think getting here and having a little bit more opportunity hopefully helps him uh, reach the potential he wants to get to. So we're excited about that. And, you know, not to mention we shine Shane Wright today too, so that's a, another good addition to our lineup with him and Maddie down the middle. The future looks pretty good in that position for the Krakens. How much did getting Wright change kind of your your, uh, your attack mode here, or your game plan for the free agency? Well, it, I think it's certainly changed our approach at centerman, right? Um, you know, if you're, if you're out there looking for centerman and you got to give them seven years at a big number, you know, we're looking at Matty Beneers and Shane Wright thinking we don't need to do that at this point. So, um, you know, it'd be a growing process for those young guys. I know Matty was at a real good, you know, good 10 games within the last year. This year will be a little different for him. It'll be a little tougher. Teams will know who he is. We're going on the road. It's an 82-game grind. So, um you know, and Shane's an 18-year-old kid stepping into, uh, you know, hopefully an NHL lineup in September. So it's uh, it's a process, but, you know, certainly you look at those two kids in the last two drafts, and, I mean, I think it's arguably the best one-two uh, center punch for young kids in, in the league right now. So with Shane, I mean, it sounds like you guys are committed to playing him, and if so, I mean, you think about him and Matt, like, being that young, does anything about that scary you kind of look at it as like, hey, it's the league today, you've got to play these young guys if they're good enough? Yeah, no, I mean, first and foremost, I think, you know, like everybody, they got an opportunity to make our team in camp and they have to earn that spot. So uh, I'm not sitting here saying Shane's going to be in our lineup, but he's certainly going to have an opportunity like everybody else to crack that lineup. If he does, I'm, I'm not worried about the the youth aspect. Um, you know, we've got some real solid veteran guys around those kids and, um, you know, I think they're, they're more than capable of handling themselves. So, um, you know, I broke at 18. I know it was a long, long time ago. And, you know, kids still break in at 18. So uh, we're just excited if they can do that, that that means that they're pretty good players. Did you guys accomplish the goals that you set out to accomplish today? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you always have uh, goals and expectations. You're, you're, 
you know, there's different parts to things, right? You go into the draft and, and there's things you want to do. Maybe there's things you try and do. It doesn't happen. Same thing on free agency day. Um, there's things you're looking to do. Sometimes you get them. Sometimes you don't. Um, you know, now you keep in those discussions as to what's still available, who may have to make trades now because of, you know, what their cap situation looks like. You know, you look down the road at the, at the RFAs and who might be available there. Um, you look at you know, down the road into training camp, right? There's guys that, uh, you know, and not everybody can keep everybody in the roster. This guy's going to go through waivers too. So there's a lot of things that still happen between now and the start of camp. But, uh, you know, I think we've made significant process um, without damaging our, our long-term uh, you know, possibilities here moving forward. When did you recall that Burakowski was the right fit for this team? When did I recall? Uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, you're watching him play, right? He's won a Stanley Cup in Washington. Now he's won a Stanley Cup in, in Colorado. So you got a two-time Stanley Cup guy, which is always good to bring in your locker room. Um, you watch them play in the playoffs. You know, uh, they, they had a lot of talented players in McKinnon, Landeskog, Nachushkin, you know, Kadri, him. So when we look at our lineup, um, you know, certainly an area we think we need to improve on is the power play, right? And this is a guy that we think can step in. He can come down that sort of the downhill side off the off the wing, and he's got a great shot. He's also got a good vision to make plays. So we think he'll get more of an opportunity with us in that role than he did in Colorado. And hopefully, uh, with his talents, he can he can produce, and that's a that's a big part for us. All right, hockey fans, we're going to get you back to Ron Francis in a minute, but right now I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is one of our sponsors here, and what I love about Athletic Greens is that it it allows you to take your health into your own hands without having to think too much about it. That's because this is uh, one quick absorbing, it absorbs right in water. You take one scoop of athletic greens and that gives you 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. That's going to help start your day off right. I talk a lot about wellness. We talk about wellness tips of the day. I talk about how I've been getting my morning routine down, which is critically important. As you can probably see, I'm traveling. So I love this. It helps with digestion, energy, and it's a simple routine that you can engage as you go about your day without having to think too much about it. Athletic Greens takes all of the work out of it. That's because the founder of Athletic Greens wanted to really get their health under control and realized how expensive and how complicated it can be to get all of the nutrients that you need to really live a healthy lifestyle, especially with all of, quite frankly, the toxins that we consume between even things like social media, technology, um, and kind of the sedentary lifestyle, especially in the last handful of years that we've gotten accustomed to because of COVID. So Athletic Greens was created after seeing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine on your own. So we want to help you. Athletic Greens wants to help you. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of an immune-supporting vitamin D. Little, It's a little droplet and you get the five free travel packs. I love the travel packs. I need more travel packs. I got to go get some. And so what I'm going to do is head to athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. And that will help you take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's a 30 day supply plus the immune supporting vitamin D and five free packs, the free travel packs. So get your athletic greens on and start your morning off right 
getting all the nutrition that you need to fuel your day, your lifestyle, and your vitality. All right, folks, we heard from Ron Francis at the end of the first part, but now I want to come to Ron Francis again. I let you hear what he was thinking about the philosophy. I think Ron Francis does a great job. He's very patient with media and really drilling down the details. And he did that also when Ryan S. Clark asked Ron Francis about Ryan Donato. Holy cannoli, that was a lot of R's. So I want to take you to that clip. You know I adore Ryan Donato. I I think he loves us more than he loved any of the others. I'm sticking to that. He has not signed um, as of yet, but you're going to hear Ron Francis talk about the technicality between um, uh, Ryan Donato's contract and why the Seattle Kraken at this time did not want to engage in that contract. Let's take you back to Ron Francis. But one thing you talked about is opportunity. You said that word a lot. Like, I mean, how much of a conversation piece has that been? Not only with the free agents today, but even with a guy like Shane or, or even Maddie. Granted, like Maddie got a chance to see it the last ten games, but I mean, how much have you been using that word with him? No, I mean, I, I think when you look at, at, at what we what our roster looks like, I and mean, we traded six guys out at the deadline, that opened up some spots, and uh, certainly in a discussion with a guy like Barakowski. You know, he's maybe seventh guy getting on the Colorado power play instead of in the top five. So, get that, so he comes here, he gets that opportunity to be on the first power play. He gets that opportunity to be consistently, you know, possibly in the top three or top six for sure. So um, you get that opportunity to be in positions to shoot the puck and, and be successful. So, um, yeah, certainly if you have that opportunity, you know, it's, it's a shame on us if we don't try and sell that to people to, to get them interested. And real quick, with Ryan Donato, um, that was the thing that people didn't know what was going to happen. What was sort of the thought there about the decision with him yeah so the, the way it works with with players um, you, you can be an rfa or ufa an rfa being restricted ufa being unrestricted if you're an rfa you can't have arb rights or not in ryan's case he did arbitration rights so you know part of our stuff is to look at what that arbitration case looks like and you know he had a hell of a season last year um being honest we, we just didn't want to go to arbitration with him so that's why we didn't qualify him um certainly like the player and uh you know, we'll continue to have discussions there. I don't know where it goes, but, uh, you know, that was the reason behind us making that decision. But there's still a possibility he could come back at some point. Yeah, well, a, unless he signed with somebody else that I didn't see today. But, yeah, there's always always a possibility. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you all. Okay. Okay, so there we go. You heard Ron Francis talking a little bit about not wanting to go into arbitration. Now, this is essentially something in the CBA and between teams and players, players that um, are UFAs, uh, or excuse me, RFAs. And it is, uh, without getting too into detail, it's really supposed to keep things fair as far as a market price. Now, there's a few things that you to know about arbitration and so arbitration uh, for the first standard player contract signing age if they were 18 to 20 for their first standard contract and they have a minimum four years of professional experience or if they're 21 and have three years of professional experience 21 or 22 23 and with two years of first professional experience or 24 and older and have one year of professional experience that those are the um, criteria when it comes to RFAs, restricted free agents, and arbitration, and if they can even qualify for arbitration. So Ryan Donato qualified for arbitration, and that means that um, 
essentially, again, without kind of going into it, if um, there's a, not a particular amount that is offered, that goes to arbitration, which arbitration is essentially like a, a hearing. So the I guess it's the league or there's a panel and a, a group of people who will look at the facts. Uh, they will take a look at what's available, what's not available. The Seattle Kraken did not want to go into arbitration with Ryan Donato. Now, there could be a, a bunch of reasons, but I think given what we heard Ron Francis talk about when it comes to Shane Wright and Maddie Beneers and the long-term future of centermen in particular, I would venture to guess that with a player like Ryan Donato, they don't want to go into arbitration or they don't want to be locked in based on some formula on paying Ryan Donato and risk not having the flexibility, which again, you heard Ron Francis talk about. And if you want to hear his full remarks, head over to the Locked on Kraken YouTube page where you can see his remarks in toto. Um, but um, essentially, I like this. I like Ryan Donato. And I do think there's a space for Ryan Donato on this team. And I think this is a smart way for the Seattle Kraken to maneuver. Ryan Donato, is he a staple? Has he proven to be a long-term staple for this team? Although it hurts my little heart, I think the answer is no. And I think that's okay. And I'm hoping that with what Ryan Donato said and what Ron Francis said, that there can be an arrangement worked out. Now, why, why would Ryan Donato have a arbitration again this is what he elected this is what he elected before likely before even coming to the seattle kraken just given again some of those um criteria so these are things as someone who's been a little bit of a journeyman and has popped around you want to make your money and have some securities and so ryan donato did that he and his team did that and then they landed with the seattle kraken and that's a, a little bit of a different situation than you might see across the nhl so i hope what's happening here is that the conversations are ongoing and that they're open this doesn't um this doesn't mean that other teams can't pick up Ryan Donato. He is an unrestricted free agent since he was not made a qualifying offer. But I think it sounds to me, and I certainly, I think everyone knows if you listen, you're a longtime listener to the podcast, or if you've seen the thumbnail for this particular YouTube video, you know that I am in the boat of let's try to make a deal with Ryan Donato. Now, what is this going to look like? What is the value added for Ryan Donato to be with a team as opposed to having to go through this process all over again? Is he willing to play the game a little bit? Um, how much is the Seattle Kraken willing to invest in Ryan Donato to keep a guy that had a good, a good season for them, has potential, and can be a cog as they're trying to build out Maddie Beniers as they're trying to build out Shane Wright. Now, Ryan Donato doesn't play the same position, but my point is that he's a younger-ish younger, uh, younger -ish guy, and we don't know what the development of Shane Wright and Maddie Beniers is going to look like, but I completely understand why they're keeping salary cap space and the injury to Chris Drieger. And if you listen again to Ron Francis and check out the full video over on our YouTube page, but if you listen to the whole video, you really get a sense 
for the uh, gymnastics, the salary cap gymnastics. I heard that from a WNBA coach slash GM. And she said she called it the gymnastics, like the, the acrobatics that you have to do in order to get a solid team, keep guys that you want around happy um, and be competitive. And I do not uh, envy Ron Francis and his team. Not at all. Not at all. That being said, I will keep applying pressure. I'm going to hold fast and stay true that we get Ryan Donato because I think that he does have potential. How long that potential lasts, I think, is a little bit of the conversation and probably why we didn't see a qualifying offer. Okay. That was a lot of news coming up next on Locked on Kraken. I want to give you a little bit of a taste of Shane Wright. And, of course, he's a big piece of the Seattle Kraken future. It has been expressed over and over and over again. They're really hedging their bets on Shane Wright. I think he has a chance, especially with – and you'll hear from him in a little bit – how they manufactured the um, the kind of publicity of his signing of his uh, entry-level contract right on the ice at DevCamp. And so he'll talk a little bit about – when he kind of got wins, that uh, a contract might be available, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to talk about that coming up next. We're also going to talk about those bet online odds. Have they changed? Are we still second to last as far as the odds to win the Stanley Cup? Given the moves that we've made, I'll tell you all of that and more coming up on Locked on Kraken. Right now, let's talk about Built Bar. Now I told you about Athletic Greens. Now we got to talk about Built Bar. As important as it is to start my morning off right, it is also important as someone who's always on the go to make sure that I'm fueling up during the day. I talked about being hydrated, staying hydrated the other day. I I am doing that. I need to continue to do that. It is hot out here in Vegas, okay? But another way to get my energy right is to make sure that I have enough protein. And that's where Built Bar comes in. And they have this wonderful coconut brownie chunk Built Bar that now they have given the puff treatment. Now the, the puffs in the Built Bar uh, line, they are these collagen uh, puffs, the collagen protein, great for the skin, great for the nails, great for the hair, just great for your overall, overall wellness. And I love that they are going to taste good, low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and all the way delicious, 100% covered in chocolate. Oh, man, I had the Mud Pie Built Bar. Mwah delicious, absolutely delicious. So I usually keep built bars with me. I'm not at my personal desk right now, but at my desk and I keep them on the go uh, when I don't think they'll melt, which they absolutely would in Las Vegas. So I didn't bring any on this trip, but for a limited time, you can get now this uh, coconut, uh, this it's a, let me make sure I got this right. The coconut brownie chunk puff. There's a lot going on there. Lots of textures, lots of flavors, and it's a delicious coconut rich sweet brownie taste with a creamy marshmallow puff. All good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high in protein. So get yourself over to built.com. Make sure you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. Happy snacking. All right, fans, let's, let's close out this crazy, crazy show. So much to do. We've got even more to say. I haven't even gotten to the Firebirds and the signings that they made. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about those tomorrow and have that special guest again um, be just 
graceful with a little bit of the, the audio. And again, I'll explain why it, we had that situation. I think it's a great story. Um, so that's what we're going to do tomorrow. But uh, right now, I want to go to bed online. I'm going to take you to bed online because, you know, listen, all due respect to Arizona, uh, I kind of, uh, I took exception to uh, the the lack of respect. Um, that's not even true. I was going to like get all hoity-toity about it, but let's be honest. We know what our team was. We had Linda Cohn on and, and she broke it down and I really couldn't argue the facts. We didn't have a great season. You have to earn the respect, and the Seattle Kraken um, proved to have high character, but that didn't always translate, uh, often didn't translate into wins. So we were uh, second to last, and we have bumped up a spot in the new bet on futures odds. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup in 2023? We've bumped up. We've bumped up. And I'm here for it. I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, a plus 12,500 uh, 12, are our odds. Put in your bets right now, folks. We're going to the cup eventually. I don't know if it's going to be next year, but eventually we're going there. And my bold prediction, we're going to get there before the Las Vegas. Now that's going to be putting in work because Vegas right now, again, they're, you know, in that top 10 as far as the bet online odds. So we'll see how that works out. But um, before I take you over to Shane Wright, let me just remind you that this is your daily Seattle Kraken podcast. I'm absolutely so grateful for those of you who are listening on audio only, uh, who watch on YouTube. And again, there's so much extra content on YouTube. I can't express enough. Make sure you subscribe. So then you get a, a notification for when I put up the media availabilities. We have the exit interviews for the Firebirds and for the Seattle Kraken up there. And it's a great way for us to archive what we've been talking about. Special guests, Linda Cohn. We've had, uh, you know, so many amazing guests. And we're one year and counting strong, over a year strong. So I want to make sure that you check that out. But right now, let's head over to Shane Wright. As I mentioned, uh, he signed his contract on the ice. Shout out to Emerald City Hockey. I'm, I'm not sure if anyone else had a video, but I know I saw Emerald City Hockey show the video of him signing the contract. Yes, absolutely. A pu publicity or like PR quote unquote stunt. I feel like that's a little bit uh, harsher than I mean it, but it was absolutely planned out that way. It was probably the the first and last time that day that Ron Francis. Oh, oh, I still got these bet online odds up. That's probably the first and last time that Ron Francis actually spent time on the ice that day. There were also photos of the shades pulled down. Ron Francis talked about that. You can watch the full um, the full video on our YouTube page, but he said, listen, I didn't even see dev camp. There was a scrimmage. He didn't get to see it. Shane Wright was cutting it up in the scrimmage, but he was focused. Um, so let's go to Shane. And when he thought he knew what are his reactions and there was even a fish toss. So how did he think he did there? That's going to be our show for today. We're going to close out with Shane Wright and then I'm going to let you go. And tomorrow we are going to touch base with Jessica Campbell. She was live at development camp 
This was after the first day of development camp that we got to talk to Jessica Campbell. And I'll explain a little bit more about that on tomorrow's show. Until then, hold fast, stay true. Let's go Kraken. And now let's take you over to Shane Wright. No, I kind of knew that I was going to sign sometime this week. I didn't know that it was going to be like that. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. And obviously uh, super honored, super, you know, super excited. And, um, you know, dream come true to finally, you know, sign my first contract. Uh, My agents kind of talked to me a little bit, a little bit about it. uh, Just going to this week and, um, you know, yesterday as well, I just kind of said that, hey, you're probably going to, you know, end up signing this week and, um, you know, they're going to want to, you know, involve the fans and make sure that, um, you know, it kind of involves the fans and all that. So um, didn't really know how it was going to go down, but, um, you know, obviously, like I said, just just super happy and super excited to sign. How do you rate your fish throw? <laughs> I think it's all right. <laughs> it's not bad. I think uh, maybe I have to. I'll get maybe hopefully get some more practice in this year, but um, I'll have to work it on a little bit. But um, wasn't terrible for my first time. I'll think.